Hello, Ned here, and you, dear listener, have before you, yes, the finale episode of ImpTap Avatar Blades in the Dao Fei, and to celebrate the conclusion of this wonderful adventure, we're going to be releasing the final episode of the obligatory talkback for this campaign to the public on this feed next Wednesday. So, if you are listening to this episode on the day it's released, September 20th, that means you just have a few days to get us your questions so that we can answer them when we record the following Sunday. So, so just a few days to get us your questions. We're excited to dig into all of the things that maybe didn't get explored during this episode, and we're excited for you to hear this wonderful conclusion. Thanks for all your support along the way. We will have more stuff to update you on after the obligatory talkback has been released, but for now, on with the show. Previously on ImpTab Avatar, Blades in the Dao Fei. After having been crowned as the Earth King, Hu Weiyang brought all of his friends into the palace and they uh, did a whole bunch of big stuff. They rebuffed an emissary from Father Glowworm, asking them to stand down and to not destroy the Dao Fei, and they decided that they were going to refuse to do that. They also fulfilled Siwei's debt by arresting Mercy, and they spent some time with Siwei's mom. Got her up into the Earth Palace as well. Got Wei Lai, the fortune teller, up into the Earth Palace. Uh, Tonin invited his mom to come live in the Earth Palace. They got Day back from the spirit world. Got Tiguai to prevent Ko from coming out at the same time. <laughs> Everything's turning up masked spirits. It's a great time. Everything's perfect. Everything's going to go exactly right. Except for the fact that we still have Father Glowworm to deal with. There's just that one little thing. How's that one little thing going to get resolved? Let's find out here in the world of Blades and the Dao Fei. What's shaking, everybody? You're listening to ImpTab Avatar, Blades in the Dao Fei, the Blades in the Dark actual play where we make up almost everything on the spot. I'm Ned Wilcock, your host in GM, and today I'm joined by... Thomas Ryan as Hu Wei Young and Deus Ex Machina. Christian Randall as Tonin Yoru. And Evan Peterson as Siwei Lang. <sighs> I'm not nervous. <laughs> <laughs> what do you have to be nervous about? We are the ones who have to fight this guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we don't have a, a landing to stick. We don't have a bunch of narrative to pay off. It'll be fine. Ned, to- Ned told us he was grabbing a snack right before we recorded, and part of me wonders if he was like, frantically grabbing notes and like <laughs> looking over everything. No, that's the problem. I don't have notes. That's why I'm nervous. I was eating some yogurt. Nice. <laughs> oh no, we're going to get improved. Yep. We're all going to get improved. Oh boy. Well, the, the only way to begin is by beginning, am I right? So, we're going to we're going to fight Father Glowworm. How are we going to make it happen? That's up to you guys. I guess we need to talk about our engagement role. Let's have a war council. The four of us are cohorts in Jenna, because I don't think technically she's a cohort. Yeah, technically Eelhound is your only cohort. How weird is that? (laughs) Of all the people who are actually a cohort, it's Eelhound. Okay, so yeah, we'll have a little war council. You guys can roll to gather information if you would like. But yeah, we're going to figure out what our engagement is going to look like here. I, can we kind of assume that the engagement's going to be a cult? A cult. Engage a supernatural power. I mean, the plan is we're trying to pull the spirit out of the boy. And then stomp it into the ground. Yes. So I want to, if I can, gather information with an attune roll. I would like to converse with some spirits and Day, I guess, since he's back. Yeah, I was going to ask, can Day assist with that? Yeah. What kind of uh, information are you looking for? I mean, what the messenger told us is kind of like, all of the Dao Fei gangs and all of the spirits under the control of Father Glowworm are kind of against us right now. And if we don't take them out in one fell swoop, they're going to worm their way in and take us down. So we need this to be a decisive victory. They're going to worm their way in. Lol. <laughs> I'll tell you, I don't think the Dao Fei's are a concern right now. I think if we cut off the head, the Dao Fei will... They won't fall, but they won't be the immense powerhouse they may try to become. I guess we really can kind of just turn the full, like, for one day, we can let Kiyoshi worry about... <laughs> just say, Kiyoshi, look, you've got one day, do whatever you want. Just don't leave any Daofei left, <laughs> okay? <laughs> no, what I'm saying is we can leave her to deal with the threat of Chin the Conqueror, and we'll just look inward for one day on the city, wipe out the Daofei gangs with the military might while our specialized crew worries about the glow the father glowworm issue so i guess i kind of want to figure out what kind of defenses or what 
basically what their plan is. Can we get a spirit on the inside or something like that to try and gather some information about that? So that is what my attune role will be to gather information if possible. Okay. So I'm trying to think if there's a lot of like spiritual intel to gather in this situation or if it's more like logistical intel of like where is brother hotaru that kind yeah of i guess it's more just like hey what's their plan and how can we get ahead of them that seems like it'd maybe be more of a consort sort of situation i could do that i was hoping to gather the information from a spirit but if you still i can absolutely do consort would that get me a better because i'm guessing if i roll a tune would that be lower effect if you roll a tune to get information about what brother hotaru is planning you're going to be speaking directly to one of the spirits working for brother hotaru who does not like you okay so i'd have to use compel to force them but you could do that i could i mean i specifically have an ability to attune to the ghost field and force a nearby ghost to appear and obey a command i give it I don't know. I mean, that still seems a little risky because we're in, like inviting a spirit. I mean, I, I it is compelled, so then it has to do what I say for a bit. But I think though that like this connection is a lot more tenuous than speaking with an actual person. Mm-hmm. So you can attune or consort. I would give you probably decreased effect for the attune. So it's either roll with three to get a little bit decreased effect or roll with two to get normal effect like you would normally get. Okay, I'll just roll two uh, and consort and try and figure out with maybe, you know, I am kind of the head of the earth sages now, so I can, maybe there's some defectors from his parish or something. Mm-hmm. <sighs> would you believe it if I said I got a four? Yeah. <laughs> Most believable thing you've said all day. That is ridiculous. Okay. That sounds like standard, good details, and some clarifying follow-up questions. So yeah, I want to get a gist of like what their plan of assault is or where their stronghold is, I guess. Yeah. So what does a worm do? A worm burrows. Oh. Lungkau city block, baby. <laughs> and this time, Brother Hotaru is not going to be right there behind the chapel. He realizes that he is in the crosshairs at this point. So he's uh, pretty close to the bottom of Lungkau at this point. So you guys are going to have to do some delving to get to him. I mean, that won't be an issue for four very talented earthbenders. That's kind of true. We kind of got that on our side now. Um, But as far as I'm able to glean from the plants, does it seem like he's planning on using the Daofei sort of as a battering ram to do any sort of damage to us and he'll just hold back to work on his machinations or is he going to try and assault us? Like he's letting the people do all of the physical stuff. He has other spiritual designs for the city and for the world at large beyond just what is going on here in Bossing Say. All right. I feel like that is good information and all I need to roll an engagement roll. So if you guys want to gather some more information, that's all I'm going to do. I don't know if this is gathering information per se, but uh, so I can always tell when someone is lying to me. I want to one-on-one interview every single guard in the Earth Palace. Whoa! And see (laughs) if they are actually loyal to me or if they have other motives. All right, time for the quarterly review. Yeah. It's literally just a walk-in. Hey, are you loyal to me? Yes or no? And then he just goes, are they lying? Well, no, (laughs) you got to say like, because there's there's tricks to that, right? If you say, am I loyal to you? You can say, yeah, I'm totally loyal to you, but I'm more loyal to this guy, right? (laughs) So you got to say, are you loyal only? to the earth king me right mm-hmm. so i want to i want to do that i don't know if that's gather information i want something to help us be in a more secure position basically okay any traitors in the ranks will be ousted hmm, this might potentially be part of the questions for determining the engagement role like because one of the questions is are there any enemies or rivals interfering with the operation if yes take minus one die mm-hmm. so this could be an attempt to try and mitigate that okay i like that gonna purge the guard all right. Uh, that seems like maybe command, consort, sway, one of those. Probably consort. I'm talking to them to figure out if they're cool or not. <laughs> hey, I'm your boss. I'm the cool boss. Hey. Let's talk about hey. your future with this it's company. Me. I'm the cool boss. Where do you see yourself in two years? I'm going to get you guys a ping pong table. Pizza parties every Friday. You don't know what to do with yourself. No raises, though. Double fives. Hey, okay. that's better than a four. <laughs> so that is partial success. I think uh, that is enough to make sure that you weed out all of the people who are loyal to Brother Hotaru from within your internal structure. 
Though I think just the consequence of that is the knowledge that your people are fallible, that there are loose ends, that there are leaks in your defenses. I mean, it was very paranoid of me to uh, it's true. to check all those things. Mm. Well done. Just throwing that out there. You don't say. You know, if if we happen to go over our play sheets again or anything. <laughs> all right. Any other information gathering you want to try out? We know where he is. Day knows how to do the ritual. I do want so. A few episodes back, I acquired sight potions for all of us. You did, in fact. I think we should take those before we go, because they last for a few hours from what I remember. Correct. So I think before we head out, we all take a sight potion to help, because we can see the invisible and sense danger before it happens if we drink one of those. We all meet up, pop a couple brewskis and hit the caves. (laughs) Yep. Open a cold one for the boys. Me and the boys, conquering (laughs) spirits. All right. So this is, in a sense, it's kind of like... Uh, ATM from Mistborn. <laughs> it, it's mechanically going to allow you to negate the need to make resistance rolls in order to act against Father Glowworm. Oh, that's nice. amazing. That's handy. There will still be certain instances where you'll need to make resistance rolls for other incidental stuff, but it's not every time you try and act against him. Oh, uh, there is one gather information that Day needs to do before we start all this. All right. So Day knows the ritual to separate Father Glowworm from the boy's body. He wants to find out if Glowworm has any sort of defenses against that ritual. Okay, mm. what would you like to roll together that information? I think a tune makes the most sense. All right, go for it. Five and a six. All hey! right. So, yeah, there are some defenses he has taken, like the attachment that he has made with Brother Hotaru's body is a pretty strong defense for him as a spirit. So if you recall, when we first statted up Brother Hotar, we gave him two 12 clocks that were connected, the mask and the eye. The mask is that external protection, and he's currently at four out of 12 ticked on that clock. So the ritual that day is going to be performing is going to essentially be to help fill up that clock. Once the mask clock has been full, then the separation can begin. At that point, you can attack Father Glowworm directly with the I-12 clock. Hot dog. All right, let's do it. So do we want to do assault, deception, stealth, occult, social, or transport? I mean, occult feels like the logical option here. Yeah, I mean, the plan really is assault, but we're still assaulting a spirit, so... We're using magic, basically, to get him. I think occult's the way we gotta go. Okay, then our detail is going to be the arcane method. I think that would be the ritual. Day's ritual, yeah. Yeah, makes sense to me. Now let's declare load before we get any further so I don't forget. Heavy. 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 All right. It's a big job. (laughs) This is it, man. We got to go. Okay. We're going to start with one die for sheer luck. Is this operation particularly bold or daring? (laughs) Yes. I mean, it doesn't matter that you're the Earth King when you're up against Father Glowworm. Yeah. (laughs) One of the most ancient spirits in all of the Avatarverse. Okay. So we're at two. Is this operation overly complex or contingent on many factors? Not particularly. I mean, it feels pretty complex in the sense of we're trying to separate a spirit from a body, which I don't think happens normally. I guess that's, I mean, in reality, it's a two-part plan. Get the spirit out, stomp the spirit. But I mean, you can reduce anything to two parts. Like <laughs> surgery is cut guy open, sew him back up. <laughs> two steps, it's easy. Yeah, it is. I, I don't, I, I don't get your point. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, like. I think this is complex, even though it does have few steps. Well, let's go with Evan. We got one person who thinks it's pretty complex, one person who thinks it's surprisingly straightforward. Evan, what do you think? It's it's not complex. It's delicate. Like if It's like if you're sewing up something fragile. It's like a few simple stitches, but you have to be very careful or else you're going to damage what you're... So I don't know what to count that as, but I would say not, I wouldn't call it complex. That was the most non-answer you could have given. <laughs> okay, so you're the politician. Well, I'm saying no, I'm saying not complex. Okay. So no, not complex. All right. I'm, but I'm like, I'm acknowledging where you're coming from. Yeah, it's, it's tricky, but I think it does kind of boil down to, we just need to get to the guy and we need to stop him while Day does his thing. Mm-hmm. And Day's a professional. It's like, so. this isn't my, this isn't my, I don't know a ton about it, but I had some friends who were welders. And they talked about it like a welding competition, seeing like an aluminum can welded to like a material and like how little, like it was a really complex process. But at the end of the day, 
the idea is weld the aluminum can to the other item. But it's very impressive to be able to do that without ruining the whole thing. (laughs) Snatch the pebble from my hand. Right. It's a, a simple task, difficult execution. All right. I think that puts us at two dice. Does the plan's detail, i.e. the ritual, expose a vulnerability of the target or hit them where they're weakest? Yeah. I'd say yes, yeah. Very much so. We're at three dice. Is the target strongest against this approach, or do they have particular defenses or special preparations? Where he did talk about that, his connection with Brother Hotaru kind of as a shield. So that brings us to two dice. Can any of your friends or contacts provide aid or insight for this operation? I have the entirety of the Earth Kingdom bureaucracy on my side. (laughs) Yeah, and I think in this instance, Day is probably going to count more as a contact like he is the connection point that allows you to perform this ritual, but we're probably going to have Thomas acting as Wei Young during the course of this job. Oh, yeah, no. Mm-hmm. Day's going to be too busy actually ritualizing this guy, not doing <laughs> stuff. All right, that'll bring us back up to three. Are there any enemies or rivals interfering in the operation? We already took care of that. So that brings us still to three. Any other elements you want to consider? Tier, location, etc. Uh, one element I'd like to consider is that if we have one more die, we can all roll one. <laughs> And that's always fun. Yeah. He's got a point. (laughs) Ned's actually considering that. (laughs) Because this this very well could be our last engagement role. It could be. I think let's go back to what Christian was saying about the idea of we have the guard, the armies fighting all of the other Daofei while we're doing this strike force sort of plan. So if that is the case, then all of the other allies of the lamplighters would be distracted taking care of that while you guys go in against just the lamplighters. So that would make your tier difference change from being you versus all of the other Daofei to just you versus the lamplighters, which by this point, as they have been getting more power and influence, they are at tier four, I think at this point. So you guys are tier six currently as the King's Circle. Well, maybe tier five because you're still kind of establishing things. Mm-hmm. So we'll give you one tier difference yeah! against the lamplighters. Four die. You know, I was just about to say that. That's like, I was, just, <laughs> I was thinking the exact same thing. Perfect. Group mind. All right. So each of us gets to roll one D6. Oh man, the first quadruple one of the game. <laughs> I was going to say all fours. Honestly, that would be thematic at this point. If there's four fours, I think we should just beat him. That's it. <laughs> well, I got a two. One. No. No isn't on the dice. What'd you get? Well, no, what did you get? What'd you get? <laughs> I got a two. I got a five. Oh, thank oh, goodness. Boy. I'm glad we fought for one more dice. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> All right. We're in a risky position when the action starts. Makes sense. Yeah, truly. Now, let's get these clocks up in a row. So we've got the mask and we've got the eye. Two 12 clocks. The mask is at four out of 12 ticked. The eye is completely unticked. But we need to get to Brother Hotaru in the first place. He's out at the bottom of Lunkau. He's got... Even though the other Daofei gangs are off dealing with the armies, he's still got his own acolytes there to help defend him. That seems like a six clock to me. Fair. So we'll call this clock clear the way. Man, I don't have... I'm not good at fighting at all. I've got one dot in skirmish and wreck. Well, it's a good thing that there are other ways to accomplish things in this game (laughs) because you guys broke in through the front gates. You got a whole bunch of acolytes there trying to stop you. How do you get to Brother Glowworm? Brother Hotaru, Father Glowworm, how do you get to the guy? <laughs> Let's get the guy. Um, um, so I I have Tremor Sense, right? So I'm totally stealing this from Avatar. Um, you know when they first meet Toph and she fights all of the wrestlers in the ring, but she whips up like that dust cover? Mm-hmm. I want to do that and then use my Tremor Sense so I know where they are and just start shoving them out of the way. All right. Another thing I'm realizing is that the Sight Potion, it allows you to get kind of on the same level as Brother Hotaru, but these guys currently are still just dudes. It does say we can sense danger before it happens. Yeah, I think that's probably going to give you increased effect against just these normal guys while you're trying to clear the way. And then when we get to Brother Hotaru, it'll be just even footing, relatively speaking. (laughs) I want to make the dust, right? I want to make it darn near impossible to see. All right. What would you like to roll for that? Survey because I'm kind of examining the battlefield and trying to adjust it accordingly. Well, because when when Seaway earthbends, he uses skirmish. When I earthbend, I use a tune. So I guess it could be really anything, because... 
I don't really use it for fighting. I use it for like giving us the advantage. So like I know where they are and I want to make it so they can't see us. So I'm not really attacking. I want to use survey to kind of get a feel for the battlefield and then make lots of dust happen. That makes sense to me. I really wish I'd invested in more dots for survey though. <laughs> Five. All right. So that would be... Oh, and we need to be setting position and effect. I mean, you're in a risky position, standard. So that is a partial success, but we're giving you the extra effect because of the sight potions. So that would bring it up to three ticks. Um, With his guidance, can I, like, with him pointing out, hey, this is where this person is, this is where this person is, can I kind of do an avoidance technique where I kind of just burrow us past where the people are waiting for us? Well, first things first, it's still a partial success. There needs to be a little bit of a consequence. Hey, Wei Young, remember how you're poisoned? Oh, I never healed that? Oh. You never healed that. Good Lord. All right. Yeah. What do you got? Yeah. As you set up this kind of screen of dust and your intention moves more and more in the direction of Brother Hotaru, you feel it beginning to pulse kind of through your head a little bit. We're going to give you just one stress for that for now. Awesome. I'm fine. I will add poisoned back to mine. I thought that that went away because it was a level one thing when I indulged my vice. Oh, no. You have to use the recover action specifically to get rid of harm. Then I will. I am also poisoned, so I'll hold on to that. Um, well, yeah, I guess I'm also poisoned, so I will, like I said, try and do that avoidance technique with his guidance. I will try and get by these guys so we can kind of just beeline it for the final boss and shut these guys out. All right. What do you think you're going to roll for that? Well, I want to say a tune because that's what I do when I earthbend, but this is definitely more of a prowl kind of a thing, I think. All right. Trying to make your way through, dodging past people here and there as you're making your way downtown. What uh, what kind of position and effect is that? Uh, still risky, and because you've got the smoke screen, uh, well, you're going to be moving past the smoke screen eventually, but we'll, we'll risky standard. Okay. Man, I hate rolling just one die. <laughs> That's a five. All right. So once again, that is going to be three ticks. But you, likewise, you're still poisoned as well. You feel oh. that poison beginning to pulse through you. So you're going to take one stress. I'm not poisoned, am I? No, you're not poisoned. You're not. Okay. You're the only one who's not poisoned. <laughs> I was like, I don't remember poison. <laughs> you got other stuff to worry about, man. Yeah, you didn't get bit by any of those spider bats. You were busy snapping their necks and riding on the wall. <laughs> As one does. I was about to say that I was like, I feel bad because I haven't been playing up Seaway's instability. And then you said that and I feel so much better. <laughs> All right. So yeah, you guys like a well-oiled machine like a truly well-trained strike team, you're moving your way through the different corridors and caverns of Lung Kao. This place built as haphazardly as a child trying to learn how to play dominoes for the first time. <laughs> moving through one corridor, just barely avoiding bumping into a load-bearing support. Moving your way further down, hearing even some rooms kind of collapse behind you as you move through. You know, like Seaway tosses one guy up against a wall and the entire wall just collapses into rubble. <laughs> but eventually you make it down towards the inner sanctum area where you can feel, especially Tonin with your spiritual attunement, getting closer, just this immense foreboding presence on the other side of this door that you see in front of you. All right, here we go. One last job. And then we can finally retire. One week from retirement. <laughs> Why would you say that? <laughs> well, no time like the present. I'll kick the door in. All right. You didn't even need to take the door kicker's special ability for that. <laughs> that was our biggest hurdle when we first started, and look at us now. Now, on the other side, you expected maybe to see stone walls like you've been seeing further throughout this place, but every single surface of this room is covered in spirit moss. Not just static, though, in places where it's particularly collected, where there's an especially big clump of it, you can see it almost pulsing and moving on its own. And sitting in the very center of this room, completely barren aside from the spirit moss and this one young lad, Brother Hotaru sits in lotus position on the floor, his back towards the door, and says... Well, I suppose it was only a matter of time before this was to happen. But dominance will be asserted one way or another, will it not? 
I don't want to talk to this guy. I just want to beat him up. I <laughs> uh, can, as he said, after he finishes saying that, can I throw my club at him? Just, yeah. We're not here to chat. <laughs> we'll be asserted one way or another. <laughs> All right. What do we like to roll for that? Skirmish. Go for it. Six. Oh, Ooh, boy. yeah. Strong start. Holy cow. That's Seaway. All right. Let him skirmish and he will do it. That was two twos and a six. <laughs> and again, since we're now kind of on relatively even footing with Brother Hotar, since you have the sight potions, we're starting that at just risky standard uh, with a six on risky standard. That is going to be standard effect. So that's going to get you two ticks, I believe, on the mask. So as he senses this movement behind him, you can see that he reaches out his hand as if he's trying to grab it, but it moves quicker than he expected. It strikes him in the back of the head and he goes sprawling forward into the spirit moss, leaving kind of a trail as he cuts through it behind him and turns up to look at you as you summon the club back into your hand, all Thor style, (laughs) and kind of cocks his head to the side, almost curiously at the fact that you were able to move so much more quickly than he anticipated. Not so brave now, little one-eyed boy. <laughs> Is that I don't know why he's something One-eyed boy. I said boy. I do declare for the glowworm. He, he cocks his head even more curiously and points to the two eyes on his face. I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to the one-eyed one in you. Hey. Um, You need to get this started. Yeah, we're just going to protect Day. Okay, so yeah, Day is beginning his ritual, and now everything that you guys do is going to help to forward the ritual until the point where the mask has been eliminated and the spirit has been separated from the host. So, what would y'all like to do? I would like to compel. And this is a big ask. Um... Flashback. <laughs> Flashback. <laughs> We're playing Blaze in the Dark, everybody. <laughs> when we did the ritual to get Day back and he had that little note on his back saying, you know, watch your back and all that. I, in this flashback, am going to do a private ritual in the singing bowl room where I reach out directly to Ko again, now that Day's not in the spirit world, and say, hey, in this fight, I'm going to reach out for some spiritual help and I want one of your most impressive allies to come and help us. I want I want spiritual help to fight this spirit. So I'm going to try and compel a powerful servant of Ko, natural enemy of the glowing worm. So I don't know how much that's going to cost me stress-wise, but that's what I want the flashback to be. Yeah, to make a deal with Ko... I mean, he's going to ask for something from you in return if you want to go this route. You're making a deal with the devil. Yeah. A devil's bargain, one might say. Yeah, but I've already made plenty of deals. <laughs> yeah, so are you ready to bind yourself to Ko once again? Fully bind myself? That's what he's going to ask for. I feel like he's pretty mad. Yeah, you were really mean to him. I was. I stuck my tongue out of him and everything. <laughs> While we're flashing back, perhaps we can bring back to mind what happened when you first met Brother Hotaru when he had his ritual opened up the portal to send Kichi to meet with Kenai across the barrier to the spirit world, what happened when you rang your bowl in that room? Oh, yeah. I already know there's like a natural resonance that I can kind of fight him with. Ned, I declared a heavy load. You did. So I would like to have brought arcane implements. Okay. And I will pull out a modified singing bowl that I've made specifically for this event and start it ringing. Okay. This sounds very attunish to me. Yes. Thank you for being such a generous, kind GM. I was, us... I was really hoping you would pull out a pistol, because that is on the list. <laughs> I just leaned back and laughed because he said heavy load, and I was re-looking over the list to see things, and I just pictured Seaway throwing the club and then just pulling out a gun. <laughs> oh, we're getting our Shadow the Hedgehog moment here. <laughs> All right, I will roll a tune to try and disrupt the connection a little bit more before the ritual goes into effect. All right, with this specialized singing bowl we'll say we'll give you one stress for that flashback to have this specialized singing bowl but this will give you risky with great effect oh yeah, yeah. against brother hotari and if i push it to desperate what does that do that brings it to extreme effect but if i don't get it something really bad happens yes don't do it man 
I'm getting I'm getting the, the eye saying not to do it. <laughs> <laughs> it's the finale, dude. Do it. I'm gonna do it. I'm pushing myself to desperate. Go big or go home. Okay. You can mark a tick on that now. Yeah. I'll mark a tick and resolve. <laughs> And then I will push myself. <laughs> All right. Two stress. How much stress do you have at this point? Oh, I only have two stress left to take, so... We just started the fight. I can't... I can't... <laughs> close enough for you to be that beat up. And he's ending the fight. <laughs> a five? Is five okay on a desperate? I don't know what happens in a desperate. Why did you do this? Because I want to kick his butt. He's been such a jerk. Okay, so here's the thing. You get five ticks on the mask. Whoa. He's currently at 11 out of 12 ticks on the mask. But something really bad happens. Yes, you send out this immense resonance throughout the entire room, and you see day with his arcane implements there is this like visible spiritual energy that surrounds him as you've added your spiritual energy to his with this ritual the connection between brother hotaru and father glowworm is very tenuous at this point however with a partial success on a desperate move there is severe harm a serious complication or reduced effect don't want to do reduced effect that's lame we're going to give you Hmm. Serious harm? I kind of like the complication idea. Yeah, if I give you severe harm, then that is need help. Like, you need to get healed before you can even really act at that point. Okay. So, we need a serious complication. Hmm. I think what's going to happen, the serious complication is this bowl that you made, specially for this job here, it's ringing so hard, it just cracks right down the middle. (laughs) You no longer have access to your arcane implements. Oh, no! The glass cannon. <laughs> One big hit and then it breaks. <laughs> well, it's a big hit. No, and you can't use it again. Like I now, and once he separates from the body, I can't use it at all. Yeah, you're you're gonna have to pull out your gun and start shooting. <laughs> <laughs> pull out your pistol and then pull out your second pistol. Okay, <laughs> yeah, he's he's looking a little rough. Only one tick left on the mask. Let me know when I can get another shot in at him. If you want to, then you can just go for it. Well, it says I, since he's down so low, and I have Ghost Fighter saying I can grapple with spirits to restrain and capture them. Can I sort of reinterpret that as I can grapple with and help remove this spirit forcibly from this body? What would you want to roll to do that? I'm going to like join with Day to basically grab any sort of essence of Father Glowworm and say... Get out of there. <laughs> Yoink. Um, here's the thing. I want to say that skirmish, but I don't know since it's so spiritual to connect to get day like that if that is a two. Well, I mean, the fact that you have Ghost Fighter, it allows you to grapple with spirits and restrain and capture them. I think that's a skirmish. I think that's a skirmish. Yeah, it is. Thank goodness for that. Okay, risky standard. How many fours did you roll? No, no ways at fours. <laughs> four. <laughs> Incredible. <laughs> this episode has been brought to you by the number four. Is four enough to get one tick? Because I only need one tick. Yep, four is enough to get one tick. All right, then I'll accept whatever pain that brings with it. <laughs> yeah, so you like leap down knees on this guy's chest And you can see that the ritual is beginning to pull Father Glorm. Like, you can see this mucus-like tendril beginning to erupt from his mouth at this point. And you reach out, and you grab it, and you start pulling. You start tugging. You feel it moving underneath you. You can feel, bit by bit, the resistance beginning to let up as you're pulling physically Father Glowworm out of this boy, but as you're doing so, you feel these abrasion-like sensations on your hands, and you look and you can see, encased in these tendrils of mucus, are countless human teeth grating against your knuckles. You see your blood beginning to mist out, becoming dispersed into these tendrils. You are going to take... How much harm from that? <laughs> it says you suffer harm, just regular harm, not lesser harm. So this is going to be level two harm, and we're going to call that bloody knuckles. Your hands <laughs> are uh, not in the greatest shape that they've ever been in right now. Okay. It's a good thing we don't need those right now. <laughs> but you finally, with one last shove, ignoring the pain as best you can, 
pull Father Glowworm out, and you can see now, released from his host body, he expands to the size of a large wagon wheel, this single glowing eye pulsing with veins and spiritual energy, the pupil contracted to a very tight point, staring straight at you as Brother Hotaru appears to be just unconscious on the floor. I would like to do two things real fast. First thing, I want to earthbend Hotaru's body away from all this so he doesn't like get back in or get squashed or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like, I don't know, I think that's pretty easy to do. Just kind of scooting a guy over. Yeah. The second thing I want to do, uh, for my load, I also went heavy, I want to pull out my demolition tools. Um, what are you thinking? Cave in, cave in. You guys going to blow this up with some dynamite? No, the walls are covered in moss, correct? Correct. So I don't want to have demolition tools in the traditional sense. I want to light this place up. Ooh. I want to burn the moss off the walls. You probably have a flare. Did we establish the flammability of spirit moss? Uh, I don't know if we have, but if you want to have a flashback. Flashback! How flammable is spirit moss? You did a little experiment? <laughs> Just like in the Red Bull cave, just mm, I wonder if I can cook this. <laughs> well, let's say that you were chatting with Sawtooth back with the Apothecarial Society. He, he learned some stuff as he was just messing around with spirit moss, testing stuff out with the spirit of Nellie out of the gardener and whatnot, and he was able to provide to you for a cost, but cost, I mean, you're the Earth King. <laughs> what? What is cost? He was able to get you, if you will accept two stress for this flashback, a means by which you could cause this spirit moss to ignite into a terrible spiritual flame. I'm totally doing it. Two stress, that's worth it. So I'm going to pull out my fancy demolition tools, and I am just going to, while Father Glowworm is getting his bearings, I'm going to start burning the moss off the walls in the hopes that it hurts him somehow, because I got a feeling that it's tied to him. What would you like to roll for that? <laughs> kind of feels like wreck is most appropriate, which is one dice for me, but here we are. And is that just standard risky? This is going to be risky with great effect, I think, since Ooh. you do have this specialized preparation. Cool. And nobody wants to help me, right? I have so little stress left to mark, but I will. I'm no, willing to... no, don't. You you don't help me. We got to keep you around, and you don't have the room for that. I can help you. Let me... You know what? No. I, I have faith in the heart of the cards, all right? This is going to be a six with my one dice. Here we go. You ready? <laughs> you will not believe what I rolled. A four. Four! <laughs> I will very much... Why? Why? I mean, it... There are other numbers on the dice, right? <laughs> In theory, yes. <laughs> I guess four is the average number on a dice, though. Ish. On a six. I mean, technically it's three and a half. But three and a half. <laughs> you can't get a three and a half. You have to round up. And I tell you what, I would prefer a four over a three every day. Mm-hmm. All right. Would you like to push yourself or take a devil's bargain? Can I roll the dice first to see <laughs> if it would help? <laughs> no. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> that's what the drinking the potion does, is it lets us see what the next die is going to be. Yeah. Um, no. I'm just going to take it. All right. You would not like to entreat one of your friends for aid? No. They, they got to worry about their stress. I'm just going to do this. All right. So we're at great effect. That is three ticks. We could reduce that effect. Yeah, I think we're going to bring in a complication. We're going to mark three ticks on the eye, but we're also going to start another clock. We're going to make a four clock. Oh, no. I'm going to mark one tick on this clock, and the clock's name is Consumed. Oh, that's horrifying. Burned alive? (laughs) By terrible spiritual flame, the entire room and everybody in it. I knew we should have brought a waterbender with us. In this economy, you think we can find a waterbender? Dude, I'm the Earth King. Oh, you're right. (laughs) I am the economy. Like, come on. I am the economy. Can we just compel (laughs) Kenai from the other side real quick? Yeah. Yeah, you could totally compel Kenai specifically. You know that, right? Oh, yeah. I know that guy. (laughs) All right. So we are at three out of 12 on the eye, one out of four on consumed. Oh, dear. All right. I pull out my pistol. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Ned. Yes. I would like to... Did we mask up? I I did. You can if you want. I would like to pull out my mask. And you all see it's got a little modification to it. It doesn't look very good. It's very slapdash because we were in a rush. But there are these sort of metal rings grafted around the eyes 
to reduce peripheral vision. Oh no! And instill tunnel vision more. Oh, he's getting on the sauce. Slide it over. <laughs> look at the eye and down a thing of rage essence. Oh, my boy's going hard into the rage essence. All right, we're at five out of six on rage essence dependency. You might actually get out of this without getting hooked on rage essence. You have to put that stuff down and never touch it again after this. Yeah, I'll, I'll get sober. That's just this. It's a, this is an important fight. <laughs> just one more, man. I promise I'll get sober. <laughs> just one more. Just one more. <laughs> so as you down this rage essence, what's your move? I'm going to tackle him and just sink my fingers into the eyeball as I tackle him to the ground. I love you, man. (laughs) Are you saying that because I'm about to die? Grip grip the eyeball. That's awesome. Okay. We're going to make that risky, but since you are on the Rage Essence, I will modify your position and effect accordingly when you fight on Rage Essence. So actually, we'll say you can either make this risky great effect or controlled standard effect. Wait, I'm a dummy flashback I put the rings on my mask to reduce the peripheral vision then that will help me right if I like spend a stress on a flashback to do that then I get like improved position you know what yeah if you spend a stress on this flashback then we'll let you do controlled with great effect guys I think I'm starting to understand this game (laughs) in the last (laughs) possible about time dude we've said that so many times and we still don't get it all right I spent the stress for controlled great effect please dice <sighs> tell me it's a four <gasps> four yes. this is ridiculous yes. so you can roll again at risky if you would like to with two dice two dice yes please okay risky great effect Six. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yes. There <laughs> it is. That's what I see. Holy cow. <laughs> Sorry, I did not give any dramatic effect there. Our first six of the fight. <laughs> Ned said, you could roll again. The dice were in the tower, and I screamed six as soon as I saw it. No dramatic pause. So you go in there, you grasp. You, uh, as the Doomslayer might say, rip and tear. <laughs> and you can now see that with your own blood mingling in amongst the ectoplasm surrounding the eye, the blood from the eyeball now coming out black and dark as pitch. The eye is currently at 6 out of 12 ticked. Oh, we're getting there. And you have avoided ticking up the consumed clock. <laughs> Guys, I'm giving my all to this thing. Um, When he lights it on fire... It sparks a memory, and I say, well, I only know one waterbender, and he's dead. <laughs> so I'm going to try and compel him to come help us out. All right. Can I get, try and get Keen Eye to help us out? <laughs> Roll a two and to see if you can get Keen Eye to come help you out. It wasn't my idea, but I think it's a good one. <laughs> I actually I want to keep the fire for just one more round. I'm not going to tell. You know, he doesn't have to put it out right away, but. All right, all right. That is a six. Oh. Okay. Oh, baby. Okay. So risky standard. <laughs> Yeah, you reach out to Kenai. You know, you maybe even have met him in the past with your connection with Jen the Calligrapher. So, yeah, he shows up. And, well, I guess, Kenai, what happens when you get pulled to the other side of this portal? Oh, hey, buddy. Ooh, <laughs> looks like you got yourself in a pickle, eh? Wow, this is not good. <laughs> Did he move into Spirit, Wisconsin? <laughs> yeah, you know, I just, after, after seeing Co, I got scared and I went to this place. They had a bunch of cheese spirits. It was great. <laughs> oh, yeah, you betcha. I like that since you can summon spirits, you're like dollar store avatar. <laughs> you're like, I need water. Give me a minute. <laughs> All right. And Kenai, like you're pretty deep underground at this point, And the rest of you, as you're busting your way through, you can see there are places where water was like seeping in places where it hadn't been very well shored up so Kenai is able to detect water coming in from like the groundwater areas around you so Kenai is able to bring in some water to start controlling the fire a little bit marking two more ticks on the eye so now what I want to do is I want to earthbend a spike and I want moss on it that is on fire and I want to poke the eye with the burning moss spike. Yes. Burning moss spike eyeball skewer. Spiritual burning moss spike eyeball skewer. Okay, we're going to make this risky, but because you're using the burning spirit moss, we're going to make that great effect. Thomas, 
Yes. Would you accept me butting in on your cool thing to help you since I'm like digging into the eye to help shove it towards your spike? I will take all the help I can get. Okay. I have skirmish <laughs> at one die. So I will. It's two stress to help. Uh, only one stress to help. Oh, okay. I got plenty of stress. I'm. I'm. I'll help you. Thank you. Okay. So that's two dice for you. All right. This one's gonna be a six. Six. I believe six. in the heart Manifest. of the die. Manifest the six. Critical failure. It's no. two ones? Double ones. Okay, there's technically no such thing as a critical failure in P- this P- game. Push, push yourself. You want to push yourself or take a devil's bargain? That's going to, that's going to, like, you're going to get burnt up into a crisp. You're just going to die. What a good way for the Earth King to go, though. Um, there's an unbroken line. You can't die unless you have a kid. You can roll again at desperate if you would like. To what effect again? Uh, great effect. Desperate great effect. Yep, let's do it. Yes. I'm also going to push myself on top of that. So you're at three dice. Oh, please. Oh, please. I'm begging you. Heart of the die. I've believed in you so many times. Heart of the die. Heart of the die. Just don't be a one. Five. Look, it's not a one. It's not a one. I think that I think that fills up four. Is that four? No, that's three. He's <gasps> one tick left. Ned, I have an offer for you. Yes. We have the Ember Death ability, wherein we can expend three stress to permanently kill a spirit, right? Yes. I only have two stress remaining in my box. Can I spend three stress to wrap up the clock and also die? Or take a trauma? Or take a trauma. I, I was just trying to sell it. I mean, let's not... That's because not, I know. do not have three stress to spend, so I want to take it to the next level. No, who? Which is Wait. kill that guy. Well, you know who does have three stress still is Seaway. Fair. Now, we do need a complication here. <laughs> so I think in this instance, we're going to go with severe harm, I want to say. Oh! Yeah, all right. I mean, I, I guess you were willing to just die, so. Yeah, Seaway points the pupil directly at your spike. And as it impacts, there is a shockwave of spiritual energy that shoots directly back out through that hole in the lens of this eye directly at you, tosses you back out through the door, through the wall on the other side of the door, through the wall on the other side of the wall on the other side of the door. (laughs) And you crumple under some rubble a couple rooms down. And uh, we're going to call your severe harm wrecked <laughs> get wrecked that's full anime fight right there i mean this is anime so yeah you need help before you can act again wait what happens to me having been holding on to it when that happens so the direction was pointed outwards in the direction of where the spike hit you're on the opposite side so it kind of like shoves you up against the wall but way young definitely took the brunt of that force but yeah, we have one tick left on the eye, and we'll, we'll tick one more on consumed. Yeah, that's fair. Because of that desperate failure. Or partial success. Yes, desperate <laughs> partial success. Okay, Tonin or Seaway, any bright ideas? I, like a Pokemon trainer, would like to direct my Kenai to use his water gun Kenai, use water gun. Kenai, use water gun. Kenai, use surf. (laughs) Um, No, but taking inspiration from that, um, this spirit moss, it's spiritual energy and stuff, and since Kenai is a spirit, can he also pull moisture and stuff out of the spirit moss and turn it into like an ice spike to stab the eye from the other direction? Ooh, yes, he can. Perfect. Um, He doesn't have... It blades in the Daofei sheet. He only has an Avatar Legends sheet. But you're the one who's commanding him, so... So would, would I just use a tune? I think so. Okay, then I will do that. Kenai, use Ice Spike. <laughs> yeah. And if I if I know anything about Pokemon, Ice is super effective against grass types, and he's green, so he's got to be a grass type. He's ghost type. He's definitely ghost type. Christian can turn any game into Pokemon. Christian's wearing a Pokemon t-shirt <laughs> right now. <laughs> um... Is this standard risky? Risky standard. All right, risky standard. <laughs> okay. A one, a one, and a five. Nice. Okay, at least it's not a four. <laughs> and can I throw in real quick that since neither of you have three stress, I will expend the three stress to help aim the eye again towards the ice spike. 
to do the ember burn. All right. I think that your job in this is just manhandling the spirit. <laughs> this is the perfect job for me. This is all <laughs> I've wanted. Grapple, ghost, and stab. Yeah. <laughs> all right. You point it in the right direction with help from the other side to defeat a threat from the other side. The spike enters into the eyeball and you hear in a voice that transcends past physical senses a screaming as you see embers beginning to flash from the point of impact. They dance and sizzle across the surface like a fireworks show in miniature. Everything flashes brightly. It consumes your vision entirely as Father Glowworm erupts into this conflagration of spiritual embers. So years and years down the road, after I make Wei Young hire back the old therapist that everybody liked before they hired the new therapist. <laughs> so after years and years of actual therapy, I systematically change what the Earth Sages do and who they are. And I basically give up a lot of their power and make them more like the other sages from the other lands. like. The air nomads and the fire sages and the wise leaders of the water tribes, basically trying to make them therapists for their local areas, trying to bring balance and stuff. So I guess the scene would be me finally confronting my father and saying, I, I've taken control of the earth sages, but not for you. Are you confronting him back home in Taku? Are you confronting him in the prison underneath Lake Laogai? Where are you speaking to him? I am at the abandoned temple, the site where all those earth sages were killed those many years ago. Ooh. Very cinematic, you know, dust devil in the background, tumbleweeds blowing by. Hello, father. You think to end all of our lineage so simply, so quickly, so crudely. I did not end our lineage. You did that. Slowly, methodically, over the many years you raised me. I must thank you. In part, I am who I am because of you. I've healed since then. And now I know your failures are yours and mine are mine. But what I'm doing now, this is your failure and my success. You will fade into oblivion. I have nothing else to do with you. He moves slowly towards you, thoughtfully, pensively, his face kind of turned down. And as he gets close enough, he's going to try and punch you in the face. What would you like to do? <laughs> um, I have not been lax in my earthbending practice, and I know for a fact he gave his up. So I'm just going to like uppercut him with a pillar of rock and send him flying. Why not? <laughs> just like a, a shift of my heel and a pillar of rock just knocks him back. Yeah, I think he is not meaningfully enough a physical threat to make you need to roll for that. <laughs> he goes tumbling backwards into a corner next to a shattered pie show table that you can tell was once a wonderful gift that had been given to the Avatar all those years ago, but has kind of fallen into disrepair. He scowls up at you and he says, We have allies, not of this world. You'd best keep an eye out. And I have allies of this world, where we both are. I think I'm going to put my money on them. And then I pull out my gun. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> um, I'm just going to turn my back and walk away. Let him scream about his old gods. I'll turn to my friends here and live my life. Uh, yes, hello, Mom. I just... Sorry, I'm usually not so nervous, but I wanted to introduce you to my girlfriend. <laughs> Jenna. <laughs> yes, this is everything I wanted. True endgame goals here. <laughs> yeah, your mother rushes forward and grasps Jenna's hand and holds it up in front of her and says, I've heard such wonderful things about you in the papers. 
and Jenna kind of blanches when she hears that. And she's like, oh, uh, well, it's, it's kind of weird actually being in the papers this time instead of telling the people what to put in the papers. <laughs> but I mean, you know, life life is crazy. It, it changes in a lot of drastic ways. And your mom says, doesn't it, though, as she's wearing the nicest kimono that you could <laughs> afford for her in the entire Earth Kingdom. Brought in, like, fine textiles from the Southern Water Tribe and everything. Oh, so cute. Um, yes, well, uh, took some, you know, time to uh, readjust, but uh, I think that... You know, with um, loose them loosening up travel outside of Bossing Say, Jenna and I are going to go on a little vacation together after we felt very cooped up in here. And who totally gave me all of his blessing and permission to leave the city walls? <laughs> did he? Yes, he did. And he gave us a ton of money, too. <laughs> oh, that's so exciting. Where are you going to be going? Uh, we were thinking that we might uh, sail up to see the Northern Water Tribe. I've never left the Earth Kingdom, actually. So, well, you know that you're my mom. Since we've never left the Earth Kingdom, <laughs> yeah, I've heard wonderful things about Agnikila. It's supposed to be just a grand place, but you need to dress warm. The entire thing is made out of ice. Oh, of course, of course. And well, I, I certainly. Um, would you? like to come with us mom oh well i i was maybe going to stay and take care of spike but i suppose spike can come along with us we can have a, a nice trip together and, and uh you know jenna kind of speaks up that she, you know it won't be awkward she she kind of has approved and <laughs> you, you, we're gonna you know make it a big a big family affair to take our our trip out of the earth kingdom yeah and up in the North Water Tribe, there's all kinds of wonderful sights to see. Uh, holy places dedicated to Avatar Karuk. Big old statues. You see just this ripped, burly, muscle-bound avatar <laughs> battling with terrible spirits. And you think, man, that guy and I, we got some things in common, maybe. <laughs> oh, that's my kind of avatar right there. <laughs> but yeah, flash forward. 50 years. Ooh, flash forward. Siwe and Jenna have nine children. <laughs> Jeez. Poor woman. And they're very happy. And he fully trusts Jenna. <laughs> Wei Young got assassinated by some other guy two years later. <laughs> oh, cool. Uh, the end. No. It was Kiyoshi. It was Kiyoshi. It was, was Kiyoshi. Not happy with what I was doing. Um, no, uh, I like to think that he expanded Who's On First to be a proper Feed the Hungry Association, as sponsored by the Earth Kingdom, and then spent the rest of his life personally hunting down Daofeis with his crew. Ooh. Not you guys, like the new Daofei hunting crews that he's formed. A king of the people. I like that. That's what I would like to see happen. Yeah. I mean, you've got some good people around you. You've got a bunch of solid advisors that can help to maintain the workings of the kingdom. And, you know, while you're out there kind of in the fields, you know, what a sort of change of pace for the Earth Kingdom to have an Earth King who is willing to be involved and to trust other people to help run the kingdom and to move things in a different direction. And I make sure that the Daili have all the resources they need mm -hmm. to uh, run it in my absence. Um, so they get a ton of funding to expand their operation and ensure the safety of the citizens. Oh no, you're yep. you're part of the problem. Complete martial control, permission yeah. from the Earth King to do whatever needs to be done for the peace, to maintain the cultural heritage of Bossing Say. Yeah. And then Wei Young dies the ripe old age of 258. He learned some <laughs> secrets at some point. He actually went to a coma at 100, but the body just wouldn't die. He was too stubborn to die. Been hanging out with Tiguai too much. <laughs> well, everybody, with all that, I think we're going to conclude the story of Imptab Avatar Blades in the Dao Fei. Woohoo! We won! Wow. That was, a, that was a long one. What a story. Everybody <laughs> wants to rule the world. <laughs> 
What a story, Mark. <laughs> Why? What a story, Ned. What a story, everybody. Do we do we do a final GG and that's it? I've never been at the end of a campaign before. Yeah, I I honestly I'll, I'm gonna need to listen back through some of our fake campaigns to remember how I do them uh, because that's what we're getting back into after this. But you know, for now, everybody, thanks for listening to ImpTab Avatar, and we'll be back next time with more adventures in a brand new setting Ooh. for the first time in what like a year and a half or something it's been a while something like that yeah but if you want more go ahead and subscribe maybe even give us a review we would be as happy as a nation at peace if you go ahead and give us a review on the podcatcher of your choice we're also all over social media at improv tabletop so if you'd like to connect with us there uh, maybe you'd like to talk with thomas about being the earth king long term and also living in a coma for 150 years don't be afraid (laughs) to reach out now it's time to shout out our next batch of Sticker Club patrons. And would you know it, everybody? It's Wife Appreciation Week. <gasps> no way. What a way to end That's it. That's a good timing. Holy cow. Yeah. The first person we're going to shout out is Mackenzie Peterson. Hey. Mackenzie, I love you very, 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 very much. And, you know, I'll, I'll share I'll share a little insight into our life right now. And this is what I love about Mackenzie is right now, as we record this, we're in the middle of a tradition we invented, just us, where on Labor Day, we each pick 10 movies, we put them in a D20 rolling chart, and then we spend the entire long Labor Day weekend rolling movies and trying to binge through as much of the D20 chart as we can. And it has become our favorite tradition, mostly because like we invented it. It's not one that was put upon us. We were like, this is going to be our thing and we're going to do it each year. We've been looking forward to it for like the last three weeks. We have a spreadsheet. We like plan out snacks. And I I love that I found someone that like gets excited about that idea of doing that because that is (laughs) that is like I found my puzzle piece, you know, someone who's like, (laughs) that sounds like the best way possible to spend a long weekend. (laughs) And you know what? I'm I just I I love you so much, Kenzie. And I, I love that. You know, I found someone who gets me like you do. Aww. I have to ask real quick. What's what's your Nat 20 movie? Uh, it, We rolled it last night. It was Midsummer. Oh, Ooh, spooky. Ookie. A Nat 20 movies are harder to pick. I've learned than Nat 1 movies. It's easy <laughs> to know what's going to probably be a bomb. And we do. We do. We made it a joke last year that the, the one is a bad movie. It's something we last year. It was Marry Me which stars Owen Wilson and Jennifer Lopez. It's a rom-com. Yikes. It's a rom-com where Jennifer Lopez at a concert just picks him out of the crowd at random and makes him marry her. And then they have to be married for the public and then they actually fall in love. And we both saw trailers and thought it looked like it would be awful. And it was the first movie we ever rolled in this tradition. <laughs> oh boy. This year, Kinsey hasn't told me what the Nat one is because it's her year to pick it and she kept it a secret. So I don't know what it's going to be. Look forward to seeing what it is. Well, Mackenzie, thanks for being awesome. And thanks for doing a spooky video game trade. Uh, I haven't actually started in most yet, but as soon as I finish Resident Evil 4 at Evan's recommendation, I'll be sure to get on that one. You need a, you need a dark rainy night, the Steam page says. So. Dark rain. Well, it is neither dark nor rainy at the moment, so I'll, <laughs> I'll save it. Save it for just the right moment. Next person we're shouting out is McKenna Randall. Hey, yo. Anya herself. I I am more likely to change my last name to hers than she is to change hers to mine because <laughs> she has the cooler last name. <laughs> Christian Steele's a good name. Steele's a great name. It's so good. If you guys are in the area or not, it doesn't matter. She's gonna be Anastasia. She's killing it. Uh, rehearsals have been going really well. She is doing such a great job. This episode will come out end of september sometime thereabouts yeah i think that's right about when we're performing she's so talented i will say last time we did wife appreciation and i had to sneak in at the end i love you too mckenna and i said if i don't say that she's gonna get mad at me she did get mad at me until i snuck that in at the very end so (laughs) i love you very much mckenna yeah well (laughs) mckenna will definitely be in touch about the future of dumbledore's delinquents so excited for that that's going to be happening in the future but for now, the final person that we're shouting out is Sammy Ryan, who specifically requested. I know that Thomas has uh, kind of gotten on her about the fact that her last name is not Art. She has requested that I just refer to as Sammy Ryan. So that's the last person <laughs> we're shouting out today. So my wife 
is better than all the other wives. <gasps> I'll fight you. And I will fight you guys over that. <laughs> um, don't think I won't. I'll do it verbally, physically, you pick. I'm ready. Anyway, sorry. I don't know why I said that so aggressively. Your wives are great, but my wife is the best. Um, I love her very much. She is just perfect. I mean, there's there's nothing else I can say, right? She is exactly who I want and what I need. And if God himself descended from the heavens and made a perfect person for me, it would look like her. So I am, I'm very grateful for everything she is and everything she's been. And I'm excited to see what she will be. It's not fair. He always gets to go last and make us all look bad. <laughs> oh, I don't know if I actually said this. I love you. <laughs> and at the time of recording, I know that Sammy has some tomatoes that she got for me this morning from our favorite uh, tomato vendor at the farmer's market because I couldn't Ooh. be there. Uh, thank you for that. I'm very excited to get my hands on those. <laughs> That's Ned's way of saying I love you. <laughs> food. Thanks for the tomatoes. Yep. Sharing food. That's what it's all about. Oh, man. That's all of the Sticker Club patrons we have to shout out this week. We'll have more to shout out during our next fake campaign that's going to be coming up sometime in the near future. And uh, if you want to join the ranks of the Sticker Club, consider joining our Patreon at patreon.com slash improv tabletop, where you can also get bonus episodes, Discord access, biennial sticker packs, and more, such as the obligatory talkback, where we have a whole campaign to wrap up. Is that all? That's going to be our <laughs> longest talkback to date. Yeah. Uh, but keep your keep your ears open for the special Butler Quiz bonus episode. <laughs> I, I actually am going to go back through. I'm going to tally up everybody's successes so far. And the winner, I know I kind of joked about this uh, when Evan was doing one of his roles. I, the winner will get a video game of their choice purchased by me. Well, I, I know I've lost it already, so one of you guys have fun with that. <laughs> the stakes just raised so much. Yeah, you guys get ready to prepare your butler minds. Don't, don't like, cheat or anything, but prepare to enter the mindset of a butler. Well, let's do a round of plugs. Thomas, would you like to take that real quick? I would love to do that for maybe the last time. I don't know if I'm allowed back on the podcast after this campaign. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. Um, so I don't know if we've mentioned this. Fake campaigns. They're good. There's a bunch of them. And we're going to get some new ones after this episode. So catch up if you haven't. I don't care. Do what you want. Um, <laughs> 10,000 things. If you like seeing campaigns end, well, guess what? That one ended a while ago. And it's Avatar 2, so you should watch it. Or listen to it. You can't watch it. I cast Fireball. Also ending soon. I don't know if it will have by the time this comes out. But Nah, it's still got a while. All right. D&D &D 5e actual play. Tyranny of Dragons. Ned's in it. Ned's awesome. He's a little druid boy. Life is good. And if you want to support us, just keep watching the show. But we also like money, so if you want to buy some dice on FanRollDice.com <laughs> using code VroomVroomFifi, that'd be cool too. Indeed it would. You guys are great. Thanks for listening. Yeah, thanks for joining us here in the world of ImpTab Avatar Blades in the Dao Fei. I'm Ned Wilcock, your host and GM, and I've been joined by... Thomas Ryan as the Earth King. Christian Randall as the Earth Sage. And Evan Peterson as Father of Nine. <laughs> Good heavens. <laughs> Much love and stuff, everybody. We'll catch you next time on Improv Tabletop. I pull out my second pistol. <laughs> <laughs> Only one of us is leaving this room, and it's not, not going to be you guys. Oh. <laughs>